Well, happy Mother's Day. Uh, I'm going to be uh, sharing out of, uh, out of Judges, Judges chapter 4, and I'm going to do a couple things before that. The whole, my whole message is going to be on powerful women of the Bible, or not powerful women of the Bible, how you're powerful women yourself. I'm going to use two women out of Judges. But I want to... To, to, to pray over to, to, to pray over and break something and release something we've been the Lord's been having us do that a lot and yesterday uh, while I was praying I just had these pictures I'm going to share these pictures and then Herman gave me a word of knowledge this morning about the spirit of chaos the Holy Spirit wants to order your steps one at a time instead of tripping over ourselves in the chaos he brings peace not chaos and this is for moms and slow down all things will get done in time. Um, enjoy Mother's Day every day. The Holy Spirit wants to order your steps one at a time instead of tripping over ourselves in the chaos. And I hadn't used the word chaos, but this is what I did right here, okay? We're going to release the spirit of fear uh, off of you and impart um, the mothering of the Holy Spirit upon you. So you're mothered. So wherever, wherever you need to be nurtured, wherever you need to be protected, wherever you need to be comforted, the Holy Spirit wants to do that. God wants to do that for you. If you have, I've had a horrible mother story or stories or hurt, you can hold on to that and, 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 and enjoy it next year also, or you can release it today. Your thoughts about it, your torment about it, you don't have to be tormented any longer, okay? If you had a mom that was okay but didn't give you what you needed, you can release that, and the Holy Spirit will mother you for the, the rest of the, this year and into next year and forever. The Holy Spirit is, a, is the best parent around. God is the best parent around. So what I felt like God wanted to do was to, he gave me a couple images here. God wants to take your broken pieces in mothering and from mothering and how you were mothered and how you may have mothered and have judged yourself, he wants to take those broken pieces and make it into a beautiful mosaic. And I had this image, if you saw how you were mothered, it's all cracked up. So when somebody talks about a mother, you just have this all cracked up stuff. You don't even have a full picture. But every once in a while, you take a piece of that mosaic, and you're like, ugh, I can't make anything out of that. I need some help. Or I, need, I didn't get this. But the Lord is like saying he wants to take that and put it into a mosaic. You've ever seen a mosaic? They can be beautiful, can't they? And they can be brilliant, and they're not even put back in the same place. In some of our lives, and some of our ways of thinking about our parents, or how we were parented, or how we have parented, it's all broken up into small pieces that we can never even glue it back to get the vase that we wanted. But when we put it into a mosaic, it's a piece of beauty and artwork then. And that's what the Lord wants to do for us. And, and uh, I thought also, when I, was, when I was seeing that, I felt like the Lord said, no, don't just tell them uh, that I want to... Uh, put the broken pieces into mosaic because some of their lives have been so devastated when it comes to relationship and to parenting, how they were parented, mother or father, and how they parented that they're judging themselves on that um, it's actually gone to dust. It's been crushed to dust. So see, we can see a broken pot being put into a mosaic and it looking beautiful, but to take the dust where the, the pot's been crumbled down to dust where it's like indiscernible what it is, the Lord can actually make that into something beautiful and useful. All right. And so that that's the promises that we have. You have that, that every broken thing in your past that people did to you, you did to yourself or you put yourself in that situation or how, how it doesn't matter if it was your sin 
or if it was somebody sent towards you, or if it's just mental anguish, whatever it is, there's a promise that he will make that new. And it's not a promise based on that when I die, I'll feel better about how I was or how I was treated. But you can feel that way right now because the Holy Spirit can convince you. I can't convince you. A counselor can't convince you. A, a, a bunch of whiskey or some drugs can't convince you. Okay, that's that's all addiction is, is a pursuit of getting this emotion away. I'm going to overeat. I'm going to overwatch TV. I'm going to overwork. I'm going to overdrink. I'm going to overdrug. Can you overdrug? I know you can have a drug overdose. You can probably overdrug. You get the picture. But all those are things to say, hey, I've got these broken areas I can't put together. I can't make sense of. And it's too difficult for me to look at them. And the Lord, when he asks us to look at our broken pieces, he's like, I've got a plan for that. And the beautiful thing is it's a beauty for ashes. So we give, we give our ashes, things that are burnt up and dusted, that there's dev- complete devastation. And he restores that into something beautiful. And this is what happens. We become better parents than we could have ever imagined. Now, if we hold bitterness against our parents or unforgiveness, then we build our parenting based on our bitterness towards them. If, if, we, if, we, if we continue and try to be you know, older parents to younger people, even to young adults, like our children that are in their teens or 20s or 30s, then what happens, we're trying hard, but we're basing it still about on our self-condemnation of how we raise them and we see mistakes. So we even release ourselves from all those mistakes and all that judgment. And that those are things that then begin to change how we parent, change how we're parented. You know, none of us would say, hey, I need a, I need a mom and dad. I need to be parented. Well, there's a few in here that would, but not, not many. But most of us, all of us adults would say, I can make it on my own. But all of us should say, I want to be parented by Father God, by Holy Spirit, by my sibling Jesus. I want to be parented. I want to, I want to be in relationship that mends all of those things and brings those things together. And uh, God is the only one who can take the dead things, the painful things, the verbal abuse, the pictures you have in your head of what happened to you through parenting or the lack that you have in you that you can see as a void. He's the only one that can take those and bring light to them. He's the only one that can take those and bring form to them where down the road you can talk about your story and it's a redemption story because you've been parented, you've been mothered, or you've been fathered. Now, lots of moms... Uh, have a lot of chaos. But the thing is, if you will, if you, all, the, this idea of chaos is like, have you ever seen Doctor Strange? He's in, he's in the, he's in the, in the super Marvel movies or anything. He's the guy that can do time and he takes all these pits and pieces, right? You got, you know, am I, is it just me? It's some of some, some people that are under 30, which you're probably not under 30 anymore. Boy, us old guys. Um, so never mind them. But it's, it's, all, it's, all, it's all this broken stuff. And the, the, way, the way we get rid of chaos, we think we attack it one bit at a time. One bit at a time. One bit at a time. And I'll get in control of this and of this. What happens is still is chaos. But what, what the Lord does, he comes in and he goes to the root of the problem. He goes and he stops something way down here. And all these pieces kind of fall powerless. And they come into form and then they're usable. But we have to receive that. It's you and me that have to receive that. We hear a lot of teaching. I'll just do whatever God wants me to do. But we won't receive what he's wanting to do within us. We're like wanting to hold on to bitterness or resentment or a right to be broken. And you have that. You have that. If you're looking at what happened, you have the right. But if you're looking at what happened to him, that we're accepting at the cross, then you no longer have a right to be broken by that. 
And if you're broken by that and you've come into the kingdom, then there's a redemption story where the very thing that was meant to break you is actually now saving you and saving others. Because that's what Jesus did. Whatever broke him, he utilized to break the power of sin. And we know that's true of the, of the cross, but we forget it's true of me, what, I, what happens in my life. Okay, so... So after this, this, this mosaic, this pieces, this dust, I, 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 felt like, um, I felt like I saw a huge tangle of wires, you know, and uh, I felt like they were all like rubbing against each other, shorting things out. I felt like that's like something of the thoughts of uh, women, of moms. And I think that's the spirit of chaos. But it's a visual of the spirit of chaos. So it's not, you don't have to think about chaos comes in, you know, like the bad guy in one of those movies and comes in and brings darkness, but it starts right here. The wires are where the wires misfire. They're plugged into wrong areas. They're not hooked up to the right power source. They're, 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 they're neglected. They're bare. There's way too many wires, way too many obligations, way too many expectations, way too many responsibilities, way too much shame overlapping that and condemnation and all of that stuff that you should do, but you can't do, but you don't know how to do, but you're afraid of doing. It's you hope is right about you, but they're all, they're all wiring all the time. They're all firing. And there's shorts everywhere all the time, and it smells like smoke in your brain sometimes. Anybody like that? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like that, and I think, I think that women are more like that, more prone to that. And I think that moms have it uh, sometimes worse because they feel super responsible for their kids or their grandchildren and everything going on around them. So the, the Lord did not design you to live in that state. He did not design you to worry. He did not design you to be afraid. He did not design you to loop negative thoughts over and over and over again. He designed you to think a thought, talk to him about it, receive a renewed, redeemed thought. To think a thought, talk to him about it, and to live in that cycle with him. Often that cycle includes sharing with somebody who goes to the Lord, who downloads something to you. So it's not just I'm going, I'm commiserating. I'm talking back and forth, and I feel awful about what happened to me. Well, I feel awful too. And there is some, there is some, some, some grace in that and some healing in that, but it's got to go further than just that, that somebody else feels like me. And so this picture of this chaos is, uh, is for us to not untangle the wires, don't get to work building a pot back of what was from broken. Don't get to work trying to make sense of the ashes. Don't get to work trying to untangle the wires. Get to work turning to the one that I was thinking, the master electrician. And David, David Geyer, I started laughing yesterday when I was praying. And I was writing this down because David Geyer is a master electrician. But he could come into any situation in your power box. He, does, he, he works for the San Jacinto River Authority. He can come in and he can tell you where the power has gone bad and what's going wrong and, and how, how, how to get things straight and how to keep power consistent. Things like that. That I can't do because I'm not aware. I maybe just over-exaggerated the power of David Geyer. But if you're safe on the south end of the San Jacinto River, it's because of David Geyer. No, I'm kidding. So, but, but get this. So, so, but what we want to do, we want to like go in and we want to have a counselor and a technician come and help us with these things and get a little things right. We want to go to a doctor, tell us a little bit what's wrong with us. There's a little bit of things here. We want to have our friends help us a little bit. But if we go to the Holy Spirit, we go to the source and things are then plugged in right places. He begins to snip wires. He begins to say, you need no attachment to that thought there. And he throws out that connection. You need no, you need that memory back there. You need no attachment to that. It doesn't say anything about 
about you, nothing about you. Listen to what I say about you, not to what the past is. He takes that wire and he pulls it out. So then our job always becomes, our job always becomes receiving, 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 receiving. And this one, will you receive that? And I know we're going to say yes. Everybody here is going to say yes, of course I'll receive that. But most of us don't then actually take it in and start talking like something has changed. So today, Mother's Day today, May 12th, 2019, Sunday at 1108-ish, you can say, hey, things got untangled today in my mind, at, at the very least about my mothering, how I was parented or how parent, people parented me. And I will begin now to find joy stories about my past. I will begin to, the, the, the stories that the enemies used to condemn me of how I treated my kids, I will now rejoice and they will be funny stories. And I, I think the Holy Spirit just gave me a funny story about Victoria, I mean, Cretia and Zeke. Do you know what story I'm going to use? Probably do. Can I use it? Super funny. We laugh. Zeke's aunt will be 30 this year, and he still brings it up funny. So remember back when you had VHS tapes like that? They're, they're little, little black. Some of you, most of you remember, they're little black things. You put them in. And well, one time Zeke was smarting off to his mom. He was probably 11 or 12, probably, you know, almost as tall as her. And she reached one of those and went to, went to smack him with. I think she missed him. He was like, whoa. And, and I start laughing. Zeke starts laughing. And then, then Zeke brings it up down the road. And we think it's a great story. But guess who doesn't think it's a great story? Mom. So now it's like 15, 16, 18, 17 or 18 years later. And, I mean, Zeke will still, when Cresha goes to, to reach for something or a VHS tape, Zeke will be like, whoa, whoa, mom, whoa. And so the thing is, what the enemy, what the enemy wants to do is he wants to use those stories that should be fun. This should be enjoyable. Man, I was, people will say, oh, you used to do this. I'm like, I know, wasn't I awful? I was awful in a lot of things I did, and that's okay. There's no condemnation. There's no condemnation in that. And those stories should be, yeah, I was, but God's doing, God's, I'm, I'm a work in progress. I'm this masterpiece that's in progress, that's on display for the world to see me as I'm getting painted, not as I'm, as I'm done. So go ahead and put out your hands and close your eyes. We're going to receive... That spirit of peace. So, Father God, right now, we just, in our hands, we see those judgmental stories. Those stories that are painful, that hurt. Father God, some of them are, like Judy said, 40 years old, Father God. And we just, we just hold them out and we say, we need redemption. And we just give them to you right now. And these are not even things that can be bound up and cast out right here. These are just things we just need to say. I'm going to stop thinking that way about these. And I'm going to thank God's thoughts about these. And he has thoughts of redemption and restoration. And he wants to use how I've been in my life, how I maybe currently am, as a story, of, a beautiful story of redemption. So we thank you for that, Father God. And, and right now we just get clear on our, that, that our thoughts are often jumbled and a mess that there's a spirit of chaos that comes in. And this morning we, we declare that spirit has no place in our minds. It has no right to, to, to pass upon our property, to come into our mind, to come into our, our way of thinking, to come into our emotions in Jesus' name. And we bind it up in the name of Jesus because of the blood of Jesus. We bind up that negativity. We bind up that self-judgment. We bind up that self-condemnation. We bind up that voice of shame. We put tape over its mouth. We bind up its hands and we cast it out in Jesus' name. 
in Jesus' name. And, we, and, we, 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 and our belief rises up that it is gone, that we, are, that we are free of that voice. And when that voice comes back, we can talk to it, not from a jumbled mess, not from broken pieces, but from a clear stance of, no, you aren't allowed here. This is not your territory anymore in Jesus' name. And we just speak and just, just now receive just a spirit of wisdom of how to view yourself, the spirit of wisdom of how to see yourself, the spirit of wisdom of how to see your beauty, the spirit of wisdom to how to see your design. The, the, the enemy has all these facts about you that when you hear them listed out, you hear ugly. You hear, I should be ashamed. But there's, there's, a, there's a wisdom that says, oh, all those things, all those broken things make this beauty. All those broken things mean I have a story that gonna, that's going to help people. All those broken things, there's no shame. If they're still broken... There is no shame. There is no condemnation. So don't agree with the work of the enemy. Don't agree with chaos. Don't agree with the voice of the condemner. Agree with your father's voice. Agree with the nurturing voice of Holy Spirit that says you are 100% lovable. You are 100% pure in Jesus' name. That is God stands as you stand before the Lord even now that he's looking at you. He's rooting for you. He's on your side. And there is no mistake that you can make. That would have him draw away from you. It's the very opposite. Is shame and condemnation means you draw away from him. And then it feels like he's drawn away, but he's not. So, Father God, we just, as our hands are out, and we've, we've released and we've received. And now we just get a picture of us being in your hands. That we're close to you. Our hearts are close to you. Even if darkness comes in, we've not been removed from your hands. Even if trials come in, we have not been removed from your hands. That we are there with you. We're close to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And look at, look, look at somebody and says, God wants to untangle your wires.